Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip podcast. My guest today is Yasmin Hassan. Yasmin is an Emmy award-winning news anchor and co-founder of HQ Consulting. With her wealth of experience covering major events and engaging with Fortune 500 companies and government agencies, Yasmin's tailor-made strategies utilize AI software to help businesses and individuals improve their corporate presentations, panel discussions, and keynote uh, speeches. She's a firm believer in inclusive practices that empower all voices and is passionate about helping people write and edit their stories to make a lasting impact. Her extensive experience covering major events gives her a unique perspective on storytelling and communication. So I'm really excited to have Yasmin on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited. Yasmin, tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. Thank you. Well, I um, well, I started my career as a producer working behind the scenes. I started in Phoenix, Arizona and moved around and then eventually um, went from behind the camera to in front of the camera reporting and being a news anchor. I lived and worked in eastern Washington, Las Vegas, Nevada, Chicago. The CBS station there was up most recently and then the pandemic hit and you know i think a lot of us started reassessing our our lives and our priorities and i as much as i i love news to this day i love news but if you are on the morning show that means you are going to sleep at 6 p.m. you're waking up at 2 a.m. and the news is on every every day so you know i i did i missed a lot of weddings and birthdays and thanksgivings so I started talking to one of my former co-anchors and we thought, how can we take the skills that we've learned in the news world, storytelling, interviewing, presenting, and apply them to the business world? So that's how we started HQ Consulting and and we're helping people with their presentation skills and and all of that. So it's it's been fun. You know, one of the things I, I you know, I admire about uh, about news anchors and, you know, those reporters that stand out in the rain with the big mic in front of them, you know, is how effective they are with thinking on their feet. Right. You know, sometimes it feels a little scripted, but there really is like a, a like a lot of training that goes into it. Right. It's uh, there is a lot of, I would say, improvisation going on. But at the same time, you also have to convey you know, like the news, the story with a lot of conviction so that people will actually believe you, right? Without getting too political in this, uh, you know, in this, in, in this part of the, in this part of the program, you want people to understand that this is the news, these are the facts, and this is what happened, right? Which is really no different from when you're giving a presentation 
to shareholders or, you know, or to, uh, you know, other stakeholders and project managers and whoever that are in your business. Tell us a little bit about what, like what you do in order to convey and to work on that confidence so that people will actually not only pay attention to you, but also believe what it is that you're saying is, you know, the truth as you, as you have researched it. Sure. I mean, what you said is exactly is exactly right. There is some improv. We actually, a lot of the anchors were encouraged to take improv classes to build off of each other as far as thinking on your feet. There is, of course, a lot of that. Um, and there's that confidence that comes with faking it until you make it, quite frankly. And there's also a lot of that imposter syndrome, right? I think everyone suffers from that to some degree, whether we like to admit it or not. But when it comes to being able to present well, I I know this is going to sound corny, but I believe this so much that Maya Angelou quote of people will remember how you made them feel over the facts. And that is one of the big things that I like to tell people. If you're enthusiastic about something, be enthusiastic about it. Even if that means you're so excited and you stumble a few times, your enthusiasm for the topic, for your work that is what's going to connect with people. So I'm always a really big proponent of maybe get some bullet points and don't worry about saying an exact script word for word. Speak about what you know, what the most important thing is, and don't get caught up in the details because they people can follow up if you miss a number, if you miss a date. But what's the main thing that you want people to take away from your presentation? That's really cool. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, for articulating. How do, so how do you migrate that experience of conveying the news, getting people to trust you and to understand, you know, that, uh, you know, you have actually done some research on this, you know, a thing or two about what happened and, you know, being able to translate that then into the business world, like starting a podcast or getting up in front of your, you know, getting up in front of your ideal audience and saying, yes, that my product is going to do is going to do this and it's going to help you. And, you know, I need to convince you that this is what it is that uh, you, this is what it is that I want you to believe. How does that look? You know, uh, with I think it really comes down to storytelling. Um Instead of just listing facts or here's all the research that we've done. I'm not saying don't do research by all means. We were doing plenty of research as reporters and anchors, but I would say build the story that people can follow and relate and that will create the connection because regardless of what you're selling, podcast, data, computers, it doesn't matter. People want that story. People want to form a connection. People want to work with people they want to work with. Of course, they want a good product, but there are lots of people who are offering products that may be similar. I hate to say that, but there are a million products out there that may be comparable, but the way to stand out is to form that real connection with somebody and to do that, really spending time on your pitch and making it into a story that someone someone who without any background in your field can follow, I think is so valuable. If you've ever had dinner with a group of doctors or lawyers and they got all into their spiel, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying anymore. But if you took a step back and were able to explain that story to someone who's maybe never been in an operating room or a courtroom and, and just working on your story that everybody can understand, I think is so valuable. So how, so how can a business use this, you know, like use a skill 
you know, once they've articulated the story, they you know, they know that they they know who it is that they uh, that they're talking to. They've already done their avatar work. They know what the they know the problems that the you know that their product or service solves. The next step is to you know get it out into the world, right? But sometimes that can be like you know, a it can be an expensive proposition, right? You know, if you're in a highly competitive field, you know the you know just the uh, uh, just the online ads for that you know can be astronomical. Right. But sometimes you don't necessarily want to just, you know, here, let me throw $10,000 to Google and see what happens. Right. You really want to, you know, you really want more people to see it and you don't want to pay too much for it. Right. So that is called earned media, right. Where you actually earn the media that actually happens, that you actually go out there and, you know, make things happen so that, you know, uh, so that people who are reporting on the news can actually use it, can bite on it and, you know, and present it. How does that work? And, you know, like, what are some of the things that people can do to, you know, to get that for themselves as opposed to hiring agencies or, you know, hiring, a, a, you know, a newscaster like yourself in order to go out and tell the story for them? I mean, you're the expert in in your field and you have no idea how much reporters are looking for people like you. It just depends or it just comes down to you being able to reach out to the reporter and let them know how you're able to add value. And it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily need to be in your exact wheelhouse. So for example, everyone was talking about Kanye West possibly being dropped from Adidas. I think this was a couple of months ago, full disclosure. But I was speaking to a lawyer when all of that was happening, just happened to be out having lunch. And I was saying, every reporter is trying to figure out what's happening behind the scenes at Adidas. If you're able to provide some context, and I know I know you're not at Adidas. The reporter knows you're not at Adidas. That's not really what it comes down to. What the news is looking for is someone who's able to break it down at that fundamental level. Listen, you signed a spokesperson. It's a contract, but here are the possible things that are being discussed behind the scenes. So a way to get that earned media is to keep in tune with what's happening in the news daily. What is everyone talking about? Is it the indictment that just came down? Is it new layoffs happening at X company? What is everyone talking about and how can I localize it or or hyper-focus in my industry to provide value? And again, you don't need to know the ins and outs of any case. The average news broadcast reporter is writing and speaking at a sixth grade level. And I really like, I know that sometimes people laugh when I say that, but it's because people are just quite frankly, not sitting down and watching Walter Cronkite at 5 PM. They have the news on while the toast is burning. The kids are running around. They've got 40 things going on all at once. So they're only hearing bits and pieces. So really all you need to do is make those light connections and add value in that way. What I find intensely interesting about this, I'm glad you brought up the Walter Cronkite uh, quote because, you know, it used to be, and I really don't want to date myself here. It used to be that, you know, people would sit down at 530 in the afternoon, watch a half an hour of news and be like, okay, fair enough. You know, that's what happened. And then go about their business, right? We don't have that anymore. Now right. we have commentators, we have opinions, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Again, don't want to get too political here. That's not my, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's not the focus of this show, but what it does talk about and what it does speak to is the fact that now we have a plethora of divergent opinions 
you know, some would even go as far as to say alternative facts, right? Which can be, you know, which can be beneficial or they can be detrimental to the conversation, right? You know, wherever you sit for on your example of the Kanye West, uh, you know, thing that's going on, you know, some people support it. Other people are like, get this guy out of here right now for a business you generally want to avoid the controversy, right? You don't want to be there taking a position and then finding out you are on the wrong side of that position. How do you help companies then figure out like, you know, Hey, maybe you should slow down on this or speed up on that, uh, you know, on that particular, on, uh, on that particular thread and use it to their advantage. Sure. I think that there are, there are time. there were times where people could just sit back and not get involved in things. Um, Lots of people were turning their Instagram profiles black and companies were doing that. And and then they were like, well, some companies were saying, we don't want to get political. We don't want to get involved. But I think in this day and age, not getting involved is making a statement. So I would say when it comes to a big national story, when other companies are getting involved, I don't know if companies really have the luxury of doing nothing at this point. Um, that being said, I think there is a way to to get earned media without taking an opinion, say on the Kanye West thing and just breaking down the facts in the same way a reporter is able to just break down the facts. Here's what happened. Here's what could be happening potentially instead of he needs to be fired or he needs to be reinstated. So I think that there, there are ways to get your earned media. Is it a paid ad? It's basically a free ad out there. You're able to talk about your company, show your expertise, and really provide value to the community because the community wants to know these things. And you're the one who can break it down into that simple, fundamental level. So I I think you're the expert that people really want and just being able to harness that. But as far as really big social issues and things that are happening now, I would say if it's something that's gaining national attention, I don't know how many companies have the 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 ability to just sit back and do nothing um, because I think that now that makes a bigger or as big of a statement as getting involved. One of the interesting things I find about that. So first of all, I agree with you not do it, not doing or saying anything can also be your statement. Right. Right. And, and that can also hurt you or help you depending on depending on, you know, what side of that statement you're on, but then how, like, how do you choose like what? So I guess, I guess what I'm getting at here is that, you know, maybe your company, let's say for example, you know, like you have a digital marketing company and you know, you, you don't necessarily need to be commenting on, you know, on some of these, on some of these bigger issues, unless, you know, they directly affect you. So going along the digital marketing thread, you know, uh, uh, data privacy, Right. So you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you were doing as a company what is best for your uh, for your clients, for your constituents. But then you want to get out there and actually talk about, you know, some of these things that you are, you know, that you are passionate about. What steps do you take to protect your clients privacy? Things like that. Right. So what would be some of the ways that a company could sort of uh you know, use, uh, use some of those hot button issues in order to make their case, even if it's bringing some ancillary, um, attraction to them. What does that look like? Sure. I mean, as much as the media is looking for someone to break down the topics at, at that reporter, just factual level, 
you're also looking for someone on the pro side and the con side, right? Like you want to have a fair and balanced newscast. Um, I always tell people I've been in news again, back back to dating us 17 years and not once has anyone ever told me how the story should go or told me, oh, we need to make it look this way. Every day, every reporter that I've ever encountered is trying to deliver everything as balanced as they can. So if there is a topic that you think I want to take a stand and I want to educate and lean people, convince people that this is the way to go, news is also looking for that. They want the pro, they want the con, they want the facts. So people can hopefully then make an educated opinion seeing all the opinions and the facts being presented. So I think that there are absolutely opportunities to present that and just reaching out to your newsrooms is such a good way. There there are email addresses on every single news station website that you can send an email to. And that goes out to every reporter, every producer. And you're just able to, hey, everyone's talking about AI and open AI and what this means. I have an expert who's working in technology and they can break down how great it is. Or, or I can have a tech expert who can break down all the dangers of what this could potentially mean and how to protect yourself. And the reporter wants both of those people. So there's opportunities to really take advantage regardless of where you are on that spectrum. I love it. Thank you so much for articulating that. I was wondering if you could uh, walk us through a case study that, uh, you know, your company has gone through where, uh, uh, you know, they came to you with a sticky problem. They need to be able to, uh, uh, you know, to start up this earned media campaign. How did you help them and what was the net result for that? Sure. Um, good question. I know, right? <laughs> um, I guess I can, I can go back to even the, the, the Kanye West I- I example since we'll, I, I ran, I'll, I'll randomly go into random, like very newsy, nerdy examples since I am overly tuned in. Um, but yeah, I, I was working with a a lawyer who wanted more publicity, wanted their name out there, wanted to be more synonymous when it comes to attorneys in the specific city. And how how often can you get on the news, like as a lawyer? It turns out there are ways to get out there, and if you are reaching out to the newsrooms every once in a while with, hey, you could at you I could offer a legal background on this at that fundamental level. But the most important thing, the best, the best thing you can be as an expert to a reporter is available. Even if you are not going to be like it's Friday, the reporter calls you. Hey, I know I spoke to you on this Kanye thing. I have another issue coming up. I would love to talk to you. If you can't do it, if you're able to connect them with someone who can, maybe someone on your team, maybe you refer to somebody else, that reporter will remember you every single time. I can honestly tell you there are certain experts I called every, every time. Every time I had a real estate story, I had a realtor. Maybe he wasn't the one who was going to speak to me, but every time he was able to get that availability for me to make sure that I made my deadline. So I would say that is the big, that's the biggest thing. They they're on reporters are on such tight deadlines and the best thing you can be is available. Quite frankly. I love it. Yasmin. Thank you so much for talking about that. Where can people learn more about you and how can they reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? 
Yes, please find me. I am on all the social, all the social sites as kids, kids probably don't say social sites. Anyway, I am on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, Yasmeen, Y-A-S-M-E-E-N. Also my company, mine and my uh, business partner's company is HQ, that is H-C-U-E-LLC.com. So please reach out, even if it's just to network, even if it's just to say hi, we really, we're all about just adding value and connecting with people and and just happy to be happy to be in the space. I love it. Yasmin, thank you for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. I love talking about this stuff. And I really appreciate you breaking down these concepts for us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.